to This Magical Life, a weekly podcast hosted by two witchy friends. I'm Victoria. I'm a mom, I manage a shop, and I teach Teen Witch Academy. I'm Margaret. I'm a magical bard, and I love tarot and astrology. We're both witches and dog people. Victoria. Hey, Margaret. How are you? I'm great, thanks. How are you? I'm great, too. I'm sitting here with Lucy. She is... Uh, washing your hand. She's washing my hand for me. So now I don't ever have to wash my hands for the Never rest of the again. Um, uh, uh, Pugsley did that for me a minute ago. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice, yeah. So yeah. I'm clearly all set for life. Yeah. You know, that hot <laughs> tongue on your hand just feels great. They care so much. <laughs> They just care. It's so cute. I'm also like, I don't know when the last time is that I washed my hands. So like, <laughs> this can't be sanitary. So, but I do love her. And they were in the kennel for a while. And she seems you know, to be having a good time. Yeah, she's happy. And she's quiet. Yeah. So, and, I mean, like, she's really holding on to your wrist. She's yeah, like, she really is. So yeah. there's, there's something that needs to be done. <laughs> and she's, she's the dog for the job. There she is. She's so, she's so funny. Like, um. She's the dog that, like, you can't just wear, like, not that you wear bare feet, but you can't not wear shoes. Right. Because she, like, chases your feet and wants to lick them, and I'm like, ew, gross. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. She just, you know, she should be, like, a really, like, princess dog, but she's not. Yeah. She's very rough and tumbly. Well, she's adorable. Yeah, we love her. There will be a picture of her on our Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Because we just took a very cute picture of her and Victoria. Yeah, yeah. And Victoria's very fancy and very witchy. Very fancy. Glasses. They're wine glasses, but we're using them for water. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. after this episode, we're going to drive and go get some ice cream. And Woo-hoo. we can't have wine and then drive. Yeah, true. <laughs> we also don't really drink wine. It's, it's frowned upon. <laughs> yeah, and then there's that too. We don't really drink wine. We so. don't. Um, we're more ice cream gals. So funny wine story. Okay. I made, I cooked yesterday. I cooked dinner wow. last night. I made shrimp scampi for okay. dinner. And, um, you know, I add wine to it and there was this bottle of wine. So it was like Riesling or something, something yeah. like white wine. Okay. Again, I know nothing about wines. So I, you know, I put it in the, in the shrimp and my son comes down and is like, oh, are we having wine with dinner? And I'm like, yeah, I guess anybody who wants it can have some. And, you know, at 18, he seemed to know an awful lot about wine. Like, he told me all about the wine. And it was So, um, yeah, I was like, hmm, hmm, how do you know this? So, Back on the connoisseur. Yeah, so I guess he does a lot of research in his He does a lot of research. He's obviously just looking things up online. Yes, yes. He gets one of those magazines like Wine and wine and cheese. I don't know what they're even yes. called. Wine enthusiast, maybe, is more like it. So but. maybe when he turns 21, we should get him the Wine of the Month Club. There you go. There you go. That's a great idea. So, yeah, but it was uh, it was just kind of funny because I was like, I know nothing about this. Yeah. But you know what? I used it in the shrimp scampi. It came out really delicious. So there you go. The last time I used any wine, I was in the White Mountains with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were doing some magic. And we gave the wine to the earth. Okay. It was it was part of our offering. We right. poured it around the fire. Right. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was I like that a lot. It was a lot of fun. I, I won't necessarily say what resort we were at because we did not ask permission for okay. to pour wine all over the ground, but sometimes so that stuff happens. <laughs> Oops, we spilled. <laughs> Oopsie daisies. <laughs> Oopsie daisies. We um, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, we, we didn't leave the bottle behind. Right. Because that would be right. littering and therefore yeah, not good. I think it's fine. I think so too. I think so too. I mean, wine is essentially grapes. 
It's liquid grapes. There you go. So you were you were just <laughs> we're just returning them to the earth. You were just returning them to the earth. I think that that's fine. I do. I don't really do a lot of rituals that have like wine as I an don't offering. Usually either. Yeah. Like so. <laughs> I don't I'm, use it. I'm trying to think. Like, do, have I ever done? I can't remember. Probably a long time ago, but not within like the past ten years. Yeah. I can't really remember before then. <laughs> um, so when I was first starting out with magic, I used to use. Um, Grape juice boxes mm-hmm. because they were easy to store. Yep, yep. And I didn't have a lot of room. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and they didn't have to be refrigerated because no, juice they box. don't. They don't. Um, and so that worked quite well, and it kind of had the essence of wine without like because mm-hmm. you know you're in a room where there's not a refrigerator. What do right. you do with the wine after it's open? Right, you're not using a whole bottle. Right, right. And you for know? me, who doesn't drink it? It's always like such exactly. a waste. To open up wine and then be like, now what do I do? Exactly. You know, and I try, I try to be fancy and like pour myself a glass and maybe I have like two or three sips, but then I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. It's not that I hate it. It's not, it, I'm just like, I'm done. It doesn't do it for you. Yeah. 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 And then I usually go back to drinking my cranberry juice (laughs) with extra ice. There you go. (laughs) Which is such a like five-year-old's drink. Well, no, five-year-olds don't really drink cranberry juice, but you know. I get what you mean. Yeah. I think everybody should, should drink what, what tastes good to them. Exactly. I yeah. think so, too. Maybe not always, like, with absinthe, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I guess it depends on what sort of experience in life you're trying to have. Yep. You know. Yep. No, yeah. I don't I don't drink a lot of wine. I don't really know anything about wine. But, yeah. I don't either. Yeah. But I can say the water in this wine glass is very nice. It's quite tasty. It's very tasty. Nice filtered water. <laughs> yep. In a beautiful... Good company. Glass, good company. And, and we're going to dog chat witchcraft. We're going to chat witchcraft. So, if you're magic curious, what we're talking about in this episode, I almost said tonight again. <laughs> so if you listened last week, then you you know won't be surprised that I almost did that again. <laughs> it's the same night for us, by the way. We're recording two episodes at once. Um, but what we're talking about in this episode is a grimoire. Grimoires. Grimoire. And grimoires are not the same as book as a book of shadows. No, they are not. It's not where you pour your everything. No, you do not. It is where you store your spells, your incantations, your rituals. It is a book of ritual basically. Mm-hmm. I like to call it the witch's recipe book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you and you could even put recipes in there. Yep. Especially if you're a kitchen witch. Yep. Oh yeah, especially. But even, you know, if you're um, a green witch and you want to write, you know, formulas for fertilizers that you found that, like, worked the best for your plants, you would write it in there. You yeah. know, if you are, I mean, any type of witch that you can be, you're going to have different rituals and different things that you're going to do from other witches. Um, and this is a great place to put it. This is a great place that you could go and use this as reference when somebody says to you, hey, I'm, I'm feeling, you know, I'm... Maybe I'm having some problems with money, and I need to have some money, and I don't know how to get money, and can you help me? And you're like, hey, I have a recipe for prosperity rice. Exactly. <laughs> and you're writing it up in there, and you'll notice that, um, at least in my in my grimoire, I'll have something written, and you'll see like little squigglies and little X's. Um, I am not the person, I think because I'm not very artistic, I am not the person that writes everything out and then tests it and then writes it in my grimoire. I'm just like... I'm writing it in there. <laughs> but of course, then I'll have it like, ooh, I shouldn't have used any clove in this oil, or I shouldn't have used any, you know, 
um, any this certain spice or this certain herb in something because it really turned it. Or this incense smells like bowling alleys and old <laughs> exactly. cigarette trays. Exactly. <laughs> and so I'm going <laughs> to cross out something and be like, no, this makes it smell like BO. So let's add something else or let's try something else. Um, I do that a lot too. But, but I also kind of like to be able to see in there like what, oh, I made an error and this is what I did to fix it. Yeah. Because then sometimes the next time I'll be like, well, wait a second. What if I added this? Or what if I did this? So I like to um, change up my recipes. I do that when I cook as well, which I shouldn't because I'm not experienced enough at cooking to know what goes well and what doesn't. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, but you try it out. Yeah, but I try it. You try it so, and see if you like it. So, yeah, so try it with my grimoire and put, it, put the recipes in there and the instructions. And it's a great place to go because, like, let's say, let's say you have a spell that you want to do some candle magic and it's candle magic for love and one of the things that you do for your candle magic is you use an oil on your candle and the oil is a love oil that you've created what I like to do sometimes or what I've been starting to do is that I write all the recipes for every ingredient needed in that spell on one page because I can't tell you how many times I've been like, oops, I was supposed to make this oil first. And then I'm flipping, you know, with like the page turning yeah. sound. And, um, and then insert I'm like, page turning sound. Yeah, insert, insert that sound. Um, and then I'm like, whoopsie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm like, whoopsie, I, I was supposed to do this. And oh, look, now this is great. I'm going to make this, but I have no cinnamon in the house. You know? <laughs> so I, I've been that person and yeah. that's fine too. And I've just put everything on hold till I get all my ingredients. Or, well, like I've said before on, on this podcast, I substitute the heck out of yeah. everything. Whatever I'm feeling at that moment. Same. And I do it the same way. I, I think of it like, um, you know, in science class, you used to have to write the lab report. And you start out, you write your materials, mm -hmm. and then you write your steps. Mm -hmm. I don't do a hypothesis because... Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not handing it in. I'm not handing end. it in. And also, sometimes... Uh, I'm doing a ritual and it's just like, I hope this is going to happen, but right. I don't really have right. any scientific reason to, right. to, you know, think X, Y, Z. But, um, so there's no hypothesis, but I think of it much the same way. Or, you know, if you're reading a recipe, the ingredients are usually listed on the front side of it. Right. It's like, here's how you make this bread. Oh, by the way, you're going to need some flour, some yeast, some salt, and some water. You know? And in the flour, you're like, that wasn't listed. <laughs> yeah. So I do the same exact thing. I like to have all the ingredients up front and center. Mm -hmm. I'll put timing notes. Mm -hmm. You know, if there's an ideal time to do it, uh, to do a particular ritual or spell. Sometimes there's not. Sometimes I'll do it even when it's not the ideal time because it just needs to be done. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I, I'm the same way. And I, I like to think of it like, and this is going to help you answer last episode's question of what's the difference between a grimoire and a book of shadows. I like to think of it like your book of shadows is your record and your grimoire is your reference. That's a great way to put it. Yep. Thank you. Yep. I just came up with that 10 minutes ago. Really? I love it. <laughs> I love it because it is, you know, like I, like I said in the Book of Shadows episode, I will kind of do my brainstorming in my Book of Shadows. Yeah. Then when I think I've, I've come out to what I want, what I want it to be, I'll put in my grimoire, but I'll still make changes to it. Same. And I'm okay with that. Um, generally, somebody will have maybe like one grimoire in their lifetime, maybe two. Because, um, you know, it's a book with a lot of pages, unless you're using maybe just like a little pamphlet. You're yeah. probably going to have like one or two. Um, I think I told you that 
right before COVID, I mine got ruined. Yeah. I was drinking an iced chai and yeah. So I'm now copying things over into my new grimoire. Okay. Is gonna be fantastic and fabulous. And um but there's stuff I'm going through and I'm like reading, I'm like, okay, that will never work. <laughs> you know? Like these ingredients together are terrible. Or, you know, um, yeah, this isn't what we do for this. You know? So um so you know, a lot of my growth comes in there too, and I can just be like, Well, I'm not gonna put this in because this is something I'm never gonna use again. Beautiful. Yeah, I think it can be really helpful. In that way, too, because you can see your growth. And then if you want to, you can write about that in your book of shadows. Yep. You know, I changed this because of this, that, and the other thing. Exactly. Or whatever. Exactly. Um, or this is this is a spell I no longer need because I've now grown past that experience in my life and it's not coming back again. Right. I've learned right. the lesson or whatever. Right. So, yeah, it can be really nice in that regard. But, yeah, it's, it's not like the book of shadows where you might end up with many of them in the course of your mm-hmm. lifetime. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a little bit more limited than that because right. you're not, I definitely don't write in my grimoire near as much as in my book of shadows. Right. right. Um, and you will also notice like there was some spell work that I had in there that, um, that I made up and, and it was mm-hmm. great and it worked for just that occasion. Yeah. The next time something similar to that that happened, I looked at, I looked at what I had there written on the pages and I thought, yeah, no, this isn't it. Because um, this isn't what I'm actually feeling. Even though, like, the same thing has happened, I'm feeling completely different. Yep. And um, I actually, I wasn't really sure what to do. So I, I actually did do, you know, the, the uh, like, the research in the Pinterest, looking over, or the, the Pinterest, <laughs> looking over some of what other people have done, and then making it my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Because it just resonated with me. Yeah. But sometimes I'll, I'll have something in there. I'm like, it really only it really only worked that one time. I'll still keep it because it worked really well. And this way, if another person comes up to me and says, I'd like, there's some, you know, there's a candle spell I'd like to do. There's some spell work I'd like to do. This is how I'm feeling. And I say, oh, well, this is what I did. It helped me. Yeah. Take this, change it up any way that you want to or don't change it, you know. Um, but yeah, I do notice that as, I guess, as we get older. We realize, okay, there's things that are different now in the world. Yes. Yeah. Different in the world, different in us. Yeah. Yeah. And that can change how things manifest, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine during COVID contacted me because she was very, very sad. And this was this was at the beginning of the pandemic when, um, you know, people weren't even leaving their homes. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she, she's like... Hey, you remember that that fancy book that you have? What do you have in there that like can help me during this time? And I'm like, nothing, because I've never lived through anything like this before, you know. And now I got to think of something that you know, yeah, because I'm feeling the same way. Yeah, like I wish that my my grimoire was so magical I could just open it up and then just words appeared. There was like that glitter above it, and you know, words appeared, but um, it doesn't quite work that way. It doesn't way. quite work that no way. No matter how magical it is. It's really my magic, so, um, you know, it has to be things that I've lived through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and grimoires or recipe books used to be passed down from mother to daughter to daughter to daughter and so on and so forth down the line. So you might have had that lived experience from an earlier generation, Mm -hmm. you know, if, if that was occurring in your, you know, in your line, Mm -hmm. um, I don't have that in my line either. We definitely have recipes that have come down, but they're like for peach cobbler, (laughs) which is delicious. Right. My family has a mean peach cobbler recipe, let me tell you. 
We'll have to make that this summer because I'm loving the peach cobbler. Oh, and we started adding some blueberries. Ooh. It's a nice mix. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> but like, and it's not it's not that I wouldn't put recipes in my grimoire because I totally would. I have um, a bread recipe that I altered to include some cinnamon and some apple. Mm-hmm. And I call it Venus bread. Okay. Because those, you know, correlate to the planet energy for Venus and... If I want to bring in some of that energy to what I'm doing, I can bake that bread. I can eat that bread. Mm-hmm. It also tastes really good because it has cinnamon apples in it. Right, right. <laughs> and it's a sourdough, so it has that kind of like combination of right. Ooh, that sounds good. It's amazing. Let's make that too. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Um, you know, I I know that I've said this before. I do a lot of work with my ancestors. You do. So I have things in my grimoire. Like I found, I don't know what it would be called though. It. And it's mostly in Italian because my grandmother came here from Italy. But it's the paperwork that she had to use oh. to get on the ship to come to America. So basically like a passport it, type of thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's, instead it's like almost like an 11 by 17 piece of paper. Yeah. Again, the whole thing's in Italian, which I do not speak. But um, it's just really cool. It's like cool because it also has like her fingerprint on it. Yeah. And I mean, it's old. Like it's it's kind of torn up a little bit. But I was like... I'm going to keep this in an envelope in my grimoire because I just, I want to have it forever. And you know, um, it's safe there. Yeah. And it, and it's safe there and it's really great. Um, yeah. It's really great to have that. Um, but <laughs> you think this is so bad. I shouldn't even say it's far. But like my cousins um, had, had, I don't know why we were talking about it. And they, they asked if I had any of like, you know, um, any, anything from our heritage, any like ancestral type paperwork or anything and I was like I don't think so <laughs> well if they're listening now they're gonna know I know but... <laughs> I know but I don't think they listen but uh but yeah I was because I was like I didn't want to like give it I don't know I feel like a very closeness with it my mom had had it for so long that yeah. I was just like well now I'm gonna take it and I always said I was gonna decipher it one day but maybe I will maybe I won't I know it's just kind of neat that it's in Italian yeah. and like if you want some help original. with that sometime, I've taken Italian. Oh, okay. I wouldn't say that I'm at a level of fluency at present. <laughs> right, right. I have been in the past. But yeah, but we can probably <laughs> figure some of it out. Yeah. Because my grandmother, when she came here, she came with her two sisters. Okay. And her so husband really. was already here. Uh-huh. So, um, I, and I guess I also find it very inspiring. And a lot of people are going to be able to say this about their ancestors. But, like, they just kind of packed up their stuff. Left their parents, yeah. like we're like, and okay, their country. We don't, we don't need this anymore. We're gonna go do something new. I don't know if I could do that, but I find it very inspirational. I agree, I agree. I think it takes a lot of guts, a lot of guts. Can I tell you my funny grimoire story? Mm-hmm. Well, really telling our listeners because I just told you five minutes before we hit record. <laughs> but <laughs> I can't think of grimoires without thinking of this. I don't know, listeners, if you have ever seen the show Grim. I think it aired about 15 years ago. It's not new. It was on NBC. And it's a murder mystery show, but it brings into play basically like the fairy tales from the Brothers Grimm. Hence the name. It's also the main character's last name. So, you know, they're double wordplay there. But the whole premise is that characters in this show turn into creatures from those fairy tales. And... Um, the main character, he's he's a detective, and he doesn't know that he has any magical lineage at all at the beginning of the show. And he discovers that uh, and ends up owning this trailer that his aunt bequeathed to him. 
I love that word, by the way, bequeath. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, how does he... Okay, I, I don't want to ask you any questions. No, yet. that's fine. And in the trailer, there's like all these like old weapons, like maces and axes and stuff like that. And it's kind of like alarming at first. But then there's also a grimoire. And in it, there's clues to all these creatures that the people turn into or whatever. But it's so beautifully designed. And I was telling Victoria, you know, some of the pages are a little bit alarming because creatures are doing things that aren't nice to other people or creatures. But just the design of it is so beautiful that I now cannot think of grimoires without thinking of that show. Okay, so I'm just looking up on my phone here about Grimm because I want to find out where I can see it. Okay. Because it sounds really good. I think it's like, on Amazon Prime. Okay, so I'm just going to look on all those Amazons and yeah. Netflix and, and all those, what do we even call them? Show places. I don't know. Streaming, <laughs> streaming services. I like show places better. I like that too. <laughs> Go to the um, show place. Go to the show place and look for Grimm. And watch Grimm. Um, yeah. You might get some inspiration. Who knows? But he, um, <laughs> you know, it's a reference. Right. He's not really journaling in there all the time. Right. He's not collaging in there. Mm-hmm. He's not... You know, pulling tarot cards and write what they writing what they mean. He's using it as a reference. He's right. going to it for information that's already there, and it's it's been passed down through his family for generations. That's so beautiful. It is. I like that part of it. Me too. You know, I don't know if you've ever watched the show Charmed. I have not. I've okay. heard of the show. Charmed is three sisters. You know, they discover that they're witches and they're amazing, and you know, um, they have this grimoire that they kind of. Um, they kind of go to it whenever they have like a situation. Mm-hmm. Except I always think this is what I remember from the show. They were calling it their book of shadows, and I was like, "But it's not your book of shadows. It's a grimoire." And I always wanted to like write in or say something, but I was like, "You know, You're close, but it's not bad." No, I'm not even going to go there. So, um, yeah, I think that um, I think that it's really beautiful when people have those grimoires that they kind of are like. They look just so old, and the pages look so old, yes. and there's, like, all sorts of, like, little things sticking out, and, like, strings, and, you know, I think that that's so cool. Yeah. No, yeah. it's it's really a fun, it's a fun show. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, um, but just, just the grimoire, you know, if you're looking for some inspiration as you make yours, um, that one's really wonderfully done for a television show. Mm-hmm. It was, it was really cool to see. Um, um, I also would like to say that I know that, like... Again, I said this for the Book of Shadows, so I'm going to say this for Grimoires too. You're going to want to maybe like look on the Pinterest or any of those sites, you know, Instagram or TikTok and just to see what other people's looks like. Yeah. And that's great because it is really cool to look at um, really cool ones. I mean, I remember I once saw this one that the woman, it was all black pages. So she had to write in all silver and gold and it just looked... And it she also had, like, amazing handwriting. And she was definitely an artist. Yeah. And it was gorgeous. And I was like, I'm going to transfer mine over to that. And I, then I was like, okay, I can't barely even draw a circle for the moon. So <laughs> this probably isn't going to happen. But, um, but I, also, yeah, true. I also think that it's so nice when you think of what you want to do first. And then maybe compare what you want to do with, like, with somebody others, uh, some other, you know, ways that they do theirs and then maybe incorporate one or two of their ideas instead of the opposite way, which I think is what everybody's doing now. Yeah. It's like we look on the Pinterest, we're like, oh, this is great. This is what I want to do. Well, I'm going to add in like two things of my own. Try to do it different because like try to do it the opposite way because I think you'll be so much more happy and pleased with your result because you'll 
every time that you go back to it for reference, you can almost like remember where you were when you wrote this, you know, where you wrote these ingredients or where you made this or yeah. you'll remember, oh, that yeah, I remember I made that oil and it smelled delightful, you know, um, and that's kind of nice too because it, it brings, it kind of brings you back. Yes. And on that note, I will say um, Rome wasn't built in a day. Mm -hmm. You can have your grimoire as a reference. So what I do with mine is I, I write my spell or ritual on one side. I leave the other side blank so I can come back and draw. Oh, that's a great idea. Right? That's a great idea. And I haven't done a lot of drawing in it yet because mm -hmm. the time hasn't come. Mm -hmm. And when the time does come, I know that I have that blank slate to work with. Mm -hmm. And I can, you know, draw, you know, bring, bring to life what's in my mind's eye. So don't feel like you have to, you know, like, okay, I'm going to do this ritual. So I have to have the whole page done and decorated before I do the ritual. You don't have to write down what you need to get through, you know, to get the ritual done or the spell done. And then you can come back and decorate it later if you want to. It doesn't have to be in its finished state in order for you to use it. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. And I really like that idea of adding your artwork later because then you can really like think about and then, you know, let it like resonate in your head and be like, okay, now I, now I know what I want to, yeah, I want to include. What do you think about, um, I one time did a class. I can't remember where it was though. I can't remember it was, what did that have switch? No, it was at the apothecary in, in Hudson. Um, which of course, unfortunately is no longer a place there, but, um, they used to have these great classes and it was about, um, grimoire, you know, versus a digital grimoire. Oh, okay. what are your thoughts? Do you have any thoughts? Do you even? Yes, like I do actually, because, okay. All right. So when I was studying at the magical path school, which I absolutely love and recommend, um, I, I would make my spell pages digitally because I was sharing them with my teacher who was, it was a digital mm -hmm. exchange, right? Mm -hmm. So I would make them in Canva, but I'm gradually moving them over to handwritten okay. in my grimoire. Okay. Um, and I did decorate them. I think they're beautiful. I, I still love them. Mm -hmm. There have been times when I haven't been home and I've called them up in my iCloud and I'm like, I've got this page. Here. Right. It looks great. Right. Um, so, you know, and I, I can share one of those on Instagram as well. But, uh, you know, it's it's not the same to me as putting ink to page by hand. Yeah. So I do like to have the handwritten. But it's nice to know that I've got all those resources saved mm -hmm. digitally so I can take my time to incorporate them as I see fit. That's yeah, I, I do like it for that yeah. part that you could, you could write it in and then you could add it to your... Um, actual book grimoire you know when you have time or when you want to um i just know that this is such a, an age now of everybody wants to do things digitally yeah because like you said you could pull it up when you're out yeah you know you don't have to worry about uh, as much about oh my gosh it's going to get damaged i mean as long as you take care of your ipad or whatever you have it <laughs> yeah. on you know you're probably going to be okay um but you'll always have it even if that ipad gets stolen you're always going to have it on you know that virtual cloud thing yes. you know um so i i I do understand it, but for me, and I don't know if it's because I'm so old school or not, but I like to have like 
you know, there's there's certain pages I remember I would open to, and like I spilled some lemon oil, yeah. and it smelled like lemon there, or you know, um, yeah, yeah, you don't get that digital. No, at all. you don't. You don't. The other thing that I feel about digital is you can't. It's not the same if you wanted to pass it on to somebody. Mm. You know, if you wanted to start that tradition or continue that tradition, it's a lot different to receive like a zip file, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a gorgeous book. Right. Right. And by gorgeous, I don't mean it has to be traditionally gorgeous. It's no. gorgeous because of, of because the work you did it and yeah. because you made it gorgeous exactly. using your own energy. And I also think. This is the historian part of me. Mm-hmm. So much of what we know about the past comes through letters and journals that as much as I appreciate the convenience of mm-hmm. a digital tool like that, I can't help but also appreciate the importance of leaving a written record behind. What if What if for some reason, and I don't, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, I don't think this is going to happen anytime in my lifetime, but what if all of a sudden the internet and all electricity just went away? Right. Then you would have nothing. You right. You lost it. Right. So right. I don't see it as always being safe. I right. see it as like, okay. you know what I like it for? I'm in the store and I know I want to do some magic. I can call it up and see what ingredients yep. I need. Yep. I like it for that because I don't always like to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's nice for that. But for the most part, um, I like having a physical copy of something. Okay. I do too. I, I do. You know... Um, when you were talking about that, though, and it's nice to have a, a copy of it, and it made me think, you're going to laugh at me, but there's this ride at Epcot when you're in that big mall, <laughs> and it's like the history of time or whatever, and there's like this one scene about like all of a sudden you pull in and there's like a burning smell, and they're like, oh no, all the books caught on fire, and now like these three people are going to write all of history, and you know, it's going to be thousands of volumes, and you know, and I thought, oh, Okay, um, that's exactly what that reminded me of. Okay. I don't think that they're going to hire three people to, um, right. to do my grimoire. But, you know, you're right. Um, it always does seem like there is a way to get things back um, when, it's, when it's an actual physical thing that you've held. Because you're like, oh, wait, I remember now I did this. But, like, when it's on your iPad, it's just on your iPad. Yeah. And I don't want to diss iPads. I love my no, iPad. They have but their there's uses. things that I'm like, oh, yeah, I wrote that on my iPad. And, you know, whatever. Maybe I'll look at it in 10 years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and sometimes, now, I try to have as organized a file system as anyone, but I'm not that good at it. Sometimes it'll take me longer to find something on an iPad than if I know mm-hmm. I have a single book that has all of my yep. things in it. You know? And... Might spend some time going page to page. You know? Yeah, we need that flipping sound. <laughs> I don't know how that's sounding on the far side, yeah, by the way. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, <laughs> we now also we not only do music, we do our own sound effects. Yes. Um, <laughs> we're like a two-woman show, man. We do everything. We're here to entertain and educate <laughs> all at once. Um, but you know. It may take a little while to find the right page because as I talked, as we both talked about in the last episode, I'm mm-hmm. not a big table of contents mm-hmm. person. No, for I'm not books. either. Yeah. Um, but I know it's in there somewhere. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and if it's on my iPad, I have to say I'm not always that careful. And also when I was in that class, I was organizing the pages by what lesson I was in. Mm-hmm. So if I want to find something easily and I don't remember what I called the file, I have to remember what month I was learning it in. Mm-hmm. In order to find the right lesson, mm-hmm. and then I have to go in. So it actually is more cumbersome digitally. Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. 
Um, when I during COVID, I took some witch witch classes um, through the Sisters Enchanted, and I did their holistic witchery program, and it was amazing. First of all, if you ever get the chance, these two sisters are just amazing. Besides being enchanted, they're amazing. Um, <laughs> and um, I used to like like they would provide a lot of digital information, and you know, and but I used to like to like look at what I wanted to look and if I wanted it for my grimoire I would write it in because yes. for me that's also another step of remembering things 100% you know, oh wow we made this great oil in class I really want to make it again I want to keep it I want to you know I think I could build off of it you know and I used to just like to then like write it into my grimoire yeah the class that I took you get these beautiful pdfs that Fiona who's the headmistress of the school designed and each one is maybe 10 to 20 pages. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's more than one in a lesson. Mm -hmm. So I was printing them out because this was before um, when I had a laser printer. And, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know that I would do that now simply because I have different feelings about printing now. But, you know, whatever. Um, but I still have that book. So that's, mm -hmm. it's almost like another grimoire. But it's a yeah. grimoire from that class. Yep. And... There are a lot of things that I do the way that I learned from Fiona, but there are also things I do differently. Yep. So, um, you know, sometimes I'll go to there for ideas and then I'll incorporate that into my own construction of a spell or mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, so I do sort of have two, but I don't consider that one my grimoire. I did when I was in that class because that's how I was using it. Mm -hmm. But now that I have another one, you know, so, but again, I needed to have a physical copy of it. Right. I don't. Right. I don't like to read long things. Yeah, I, on the I like to screen. have a physical copy as well. And yeah. I, I don't know if maybe in the future the way will be more of let's do it digitally because I mean, everything seems to be moving that way. Honestly, it probably should to save trees. Mm -hmm. And you know, with my books as an author, I'm like ebooks all the way, folks. You know, <laughs> um, and I do read ebooks. Mm -hmm. I also do like regular books. But when it comes to witchcraft, first of all. My phone, I don't know if yours do this, and I don't know how to make them stop because I'm not that technologically advanced. Mm -hmm. They will fall asleep in the middle of doing something. So I'm gonna like, maybe I've got oil all over my hands and I've got to yep. re-enter my password yep. and it just annoys me. Yep. Same I, with cooking. I agree. I agree. I don't like it. I yeah. like to have a physical copy in front of me that is not going to fall asleep and go mm -hmm. dark mm -hmm. and require a password to access again mm -hmm. when I'm in the middle of trying to figure out, like, okay, it's on fire. What do I do with it now? Yeah. Now what happens? <laughs> oh, wait a second. Let me input my password yeah. and wash off my hands. And now the whole kitchen is burnt down. No, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I, I also prefer the, you know, the physical copy, the book, the smells, the, you know, the everything about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, as you're thinking about how you want to construct your grimoire, you know, think about that. Do you want it to be digital where you have access wherever you are, but it's not a physical copy? Mm -hmm. Do you want it to be physical or do you want to do both? Mm -hmm. And you could totally do both. Um, I, I know that some people like it because, well, they also like to use like a three ring binder for this yeah. reason. So that if they, if they have a section on litha, they could just keep expanding it to it. Yes. But in your grimoire, you only have so many pages that you've maybe given to Litha, and now you've gone over. Yeah. And um, but you know, I always say just in, insert some pages. You'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, like unless you're going up to the Empire State Building and just opening it, and letting the right. wind take them. Right. Chances are you're not opening your grimoire a lot in very windy conditions. Right. 
So right. you probably will be okay. <laughs> right, right. Um, so just that, you know, uh, our listeners know this. So I just, I had ordered this blanket. Kind of a blanket, kind of a towel, so that I could do a lot of stuff when I'm outside. I could lay it on the ground. Because one of my ideas is because I need to kind of fix my grimoire a little bit. I thought that this summer, in the mornings, I could go for my walk, and then I can sit for a little while that. and write in my grimoire, and then continue on my walk. And um, um, because Wednesday needs a lot of breaks, so we go on walk, so it'll be really good. But um, I can't even remember where I was going with this. Um, you got the blanket, so you yeah, can sit I got the blanket, grimoire. so I could sit and. For me, it's like, uh, that's a ritual. Yeah. That writing in the grimoire is a ritual. Like, it's not like I'm just, like, taking it off the shelf, writing out while, like, my husband's talking to me or, like, I'm on the phone or anything. It's, like, a whole, it's, like, me time that I can, you know, and I hate that expression, too, like, me time, but it is me time. Like, I'm not really doing anything else. I'm just really focusing on my, my witchiness, and I really look forward to that time. I look forward to writing in my grimoire, especially, like, when you and I create things and then I'm like, oh my God, this was so wonderful or it smells so great or like this chakra oil really opened up my chakras. Like I'm like, I'm writing it in there. Like I really look forward to that time. Yeah. So yeah. try to remember that when you're writing in your grimoire to make it fun. Don't just, you know, if, if it, if, you know, if it's just like a burden for that day to write, save it for the next day or a week or a month. It doesn't matter. Just save up all the notes that you have. Buy your grimoire and then just write it in when you have a chance. Exactly. Exactly. That's excellent advice. Yeah. Even though I lost my train of thought in there, I don't know That's what happened. Okay. I looked over at the dog and well, the dog I thought that huge. she has a bandana on, but I thought that she was wearing earphones like like those like <laughs> you know get those? I was like, why is she wearing earphones? <laughs> so yes, it just None of that story makes any sense. That's Sorry, okay. everybody. No, I mean, it's been, it, some days, are like we said, are long. <laughs> yeah, some, some days are long. <laughs> so it's time now for our closing segment. You know you're a witch if. You know you're a witch if. Do you want to do this one or do you want me to? Um, you could do it. Okay, because you'll start laughing. Because I'm going to start laughing. Okay. I'm going to try not to look at you. Okay. You know you're a witch if. You buy a special blanket to write in your grimoire because no other blanket or towel <laughs> in the house will do. <laughs> Victoria does have other blankets and towels, just so you know. But I have a whole basket over there of blankets <laughs> that are maybe they're just to show blankets, but they're not as witchy. No, as no. your grimoire writing blanket this is, is witchy. It's got it, yeah, it's got greatness on it. But yes, I think that when you buy a special blanket. To write in your grimoire, you're you're pretty darn witchy. You're pretty darn witchy. Or you know, if your name is Victoria. Yeah, there you go. One or the other. <laughs> oh, that's a good. That's a good one. I have to chuckle at myself now. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. It's such an awesome blanket. I do towel. too. I'm like, and it is like a. It's my special yeah. grimoire blanket, and it's like a blanket slash towel. So yeah, it's great. It's gonna be so great. Wednesday and I are gonna be like writing and resting a lot on yeah. that blanket. <laughs> I love it. I love it. She'll be wearing her headphones. <laughs> Dancing to the beat. Resting to the beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Resting. Maybe she'll be like bobbing her head a little bit or her tail will go. And then you'll know. I think the headphones are called beats. I think that they are. <laughs> okay, listeners. I think we're going to have to yeah, close this up before. We're, we're just getting giddy now. 
We're, we're laughing too much. We're having too much fun with you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. And stay magical. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. If you loved this, please leave us a review. We can't wait to talk to you again next week.